Have you ever been in a situation where you're agreed or you were given a task? I think maybe I've done this similar kind of idea. Given a task, and it was something that you never thought you would do, but you did it. I can think of uh, back when I was still a young seminarian, probably I think like sophomore year. Um, you can't tell with all the vestments on, um, but I'm actually not as thin as I look. Um, and I have a little bit of belly, you know. And so back then it was about the same thing. I wasn't very in shape, but we had this 5K run at the Abbey called the Monk Run. Some of you may have heard of it. Where, you know, we would run through the woods at the Abbey and the seminarians from the Abbey could run the race for free. And so I said, well, sure, I'll give it a try. I've never run a 5K before, but I'm sure it can't be that hard. And I said, well, maybe this will also be an incentive for me to get more active. It didn't work. And so we come to about a week before, and I'm kind of going through this argument in my head of maybe I should just quit and give up. Because I'm not ready for this. I can't do this. I, I'm not in shape. But I said, I might as well try. I get there the day of the race, same thing going through my head. Maybe I should just back out because like this is just not going to end well. But I did it. And about halfway through the race, again, after my legs are sore, I got that terrible side stitch, and it's just not, I'm not feeling good. And I say, maybe I should just give up and walk the rest of the way. And for a little while, I did. I walked. And at that moment, I could have just given up. How many times do we get in that situation where we are given something to do, a mission, and it just seems impossible and we want to give up? I think of how you and I are called to live as saints, but that seems so incredibly impossible. How am I supposed to be like St. Teresa, or St. Benedict, or St. Francis, or St. Louis and Zelie Martin. How am I supposed to live like them? That's impossible. How many times do we get that sentiment of where it's just too big? We can't do it on our own. What's the answer? What's the key? In the letter to the Hebrews today, we get this rather long passage where one word is repeated over and over and over again. And that is the key. This one word. Faith. The author even describes it, defines it for us. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for. Because see, all of us, because we are Christian and because we have 
fallen in love with Christ, and because you and I come to this church, we know that Christ is calling us to something magnificent, something great, to do something great. And it's something that we want to do. We want to be more than just mundane and ordinary. I think all of us, to some degree, recognize that in our hearts. We hope to achieve that. But it's only through faith that we can realize that hope to be great. That's why Abraham was able to be the great father in faith that he is. And the letter of the Hebrews goes through and describes Abraham's journey. One that led through impossible things. How he was led out of his homeland at 90 years old. Think about that. At 90 years old, he left, picked up everything that he owned, took his wife his servants, all of them, and left his homeland and went to the land that God gave him. How could he do something like that? It seems insane. It's because he had faith. Or even more impossible, at 100 years old, Abraham has a son. Think about that. How crazy is that? And his wife, Sarah, who was at the time also 90 years old, who was considered sterile, bore a son. It's impossible, and yet it happened. And yet God made it happen. See, faith allows God to do the work that he says he will do. Faith allows God to dwell within us and to work miracles through us. There's a lovely quote from Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI that is actually misquoted many times. People say that he has said, comfort is what this world gives. God does not promise us comfort. We were not made for comfort, but for greatness. And that is a wonderful quote. But actually, from a little bit of research, I think I had struggled to find where that quote was, but instead I found something very similar that I think people may have gotten this from. In one of his encyclicals, he has this, this line. Man was created for greatness. For God himself, he was created to be filled by God. He was created to be filled by God. See, that is why faith is the key. The faith that we receive when we are baptized allows us to be filled by God allows God to dwell in us because we say yes to him. God comes into us and works miracles through us because of faith. 
And that is the only way that these miracles can happen. Just as the only way I was able to finish that 5K was because I believed that it would be worth it, that I believed in myself, essentially. I believed in something that would get me there. Faith, belief, trust in God is what makes us able to live as Christians. It is what makes us saints. It's the only thing that all the saints of history have in common is that they had faith. And that is why we celebrate Abraham, because he was the father of faith. And so today, our Lord invites us to have faith, very simply. To have faith that he can make us the saints that he desires us to be. That he can make us the witnesses that he desires us to be. And if you say, but I don't have the faith, I don't have a strong faith, then there is a very simple prayer that we can all make together. In one of the gospel passages, a man asks our Lord to work a miracle, and when our Lord responds to him, the man says, yes, Lord, I have faith. Increase my faith. Increase. May we always pray for an increase in faith. If you don't think you have faith strong enough to make the impossible happen, then pray for faith. And so, let us join with our father in faith, Abraham. Let us not be discouraged, but have faith.